It, uh, when Brother Shane was introducing uh, that song, you know, he was talking about the three answers of yes, no, wait. Um, I know for um, my girls, um, the we'll see is what I use for wait, which in their minds is kind of synonymous with no. <laughs> uh, I try and switch it up every once in a while, and when I say we'll see, uh, maybe we actually do do it, uh, but it, uh, it is one of those things that, you know, when, when you hear the Lord say wait, we can kind of feel like, oh, he said no. But that's not the case. It's a different answer. And um, uh, do you have the presentation? Uh, tonight, I'm actually talking about waiting. And so it uh, is one of those things that I don't think, um, you know, when, when you have a diagnosis or a situation going on, it's almost worse not to know yes or no. You know, part of the pain or part of the suffering is in the unknown or knowing, hey, if you know this is the outcome, well, at least I know this is what we're working towards and we make a plan towards that action. If I know the answer is this, then we move. If it's wait or I don't know, well, what do I do? And we can get stuck in the, well, what do I do while I'm waiting? And uh, if you will look at Isaiah 40, verse 31, it says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Uh, I looked up what the word wait uh, was here in this scripture, uh, and it's kava is how it said it's pronounced. Uh, whether I'm sure that there was some or hack that you know I didn't quite get right, you know, in pronouncing it in Greek or Hebrew. Uh, but it is a verb, and uh, it, it's a primitive root, which means that it is uh, what other words are made out of. So other words can spring from this word, and it, it kind of means to wait, look for eagerly, hope, expect, uh, and even to collect or bind together by twisting, stretching, or enduring tension. I feel like sometimes that's how you feel when you're waiting, that you're being twisted and stretched and you have to endure and there's pressure and there's tension. Um, that's not necessarily when I hear the word wait, what I envision, but that's, that, that's what this word here means. Um, and when we look at, uh, you know, we talked a, a little bit before uh, waiting does not mean being idle. 
And uh, to make sure that that statement was accurate, I went to um, Merriam-Webster and looked up what those definitions were. And waiting is to stay where one is or delay an action until a particular time or until something happens. While idling is avoiding work, being lazy, being without a purpose or effect, pointless, spending time doing nothing. Uh, and this one I thought was uh, interesting. Uh, when you're talking about an engine idling, it's to run slowly while disconnected from a load or out of gear. So while we're waiting, we cannot become idle. We can't be point, have no point or purpose. We can't be lazy. We're not, doing, we're not doing anything. But waiting is actually an action, which is, it, it doesn't seem that way. It seems like you tell me to wait. Well, I'm standing here. Well, when we look in the scripture uh, and we, uh, we look at, uh, you know, the verse that we originally looked at, Isaiah 40, 31, it says, wait and it shall renew our strength. Uh, so believe it or not, renewing your strength is not something that you can do for yourself. Isaiah says, the Lord shall renew your strength. In Philippians 4.13 it says, through him who strengthens me. Isaiah 41.10, I will strengthen you, I will help you, I will uphold you with my righteous hand. In Exodus it says, the Lord is my strength. In Psalms, uh, David wrote, my flesh and heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. I like to work out is not something that I've said, um, but uh, it is, uh, you know, there was a time where working out, gaining strength, you know, that was something physically uh, that I was able to do, uh, enjoyed doing it, um, but we're not talking about physical strength here, we're talking about spiritual strength. and. Uh, so th that is not something that you can go out and you can read a motivational book about it. There's only one book that you can really read and get any type of strength from. It's the word of the Lord. And that's because that's the bread of life. He is the word. In the beginning was the word. And so you've got to uh, really look at how are we going to uh, renew that strength? And so what we've got to do is we've got to seek the kingdom. We've got to stay connected. We've got to stay committed. This is where I thought that uh, uh, definition around the, uh, the engine idling. You know, if you, if you be, if in, while you're waiting, if you choose to be idle, you're choosing to disconnect from the body. You're not moving forward. You uh, actually, you could be affecting other processes that may be going on around or other 
parts of the engine or uh, parts of the body that may be going on. And we've got to make sure that we don't stay uh, disconnected, that we don't become idle. Uh, and we've got to first seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And so when we're doing that, we're waiting, seeking is again, it's an action. It's something that we're doing. We're not sitting around waiting and that I guess will get confusing because we are sitting around waiting. But we're not sitting around being idle. We're not sitting over here twiddling our thumbs, doing nothing, having no purpose, having no drive. But we need to be active and make sure that we are engaged. Uh, in fact, Jesus is praying and interceding for us, you know, as in order for us to get that strength. He told Simon Peter, I've prayed for you that you won't fail. I appreciate everybody here praying uh, for me, everybody praying for each other, but I'm also glad that Jesus is praying for me. And I know that the strength that I've had and that many of us have experienced throughout whatever situation we've gone through uh, has been him strengthening us. Then that next part of that verse goes into, it says, and it will mount up with wings like eagles. So to mount up, you know, that word means to kind of train, rouse, stir, cause to ascend, to excel. In Hebrews 10, 24, it says, studying how we may stir up, stimulate, and insight to love and helpful deeds and noble activities. In 2 Timothy, Paul wrote, Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by putting on of my hands. So, again, the first part of this is we're waiting on the Lord to renew strength. But we're supposed to be mounting up with wings. We're supposed to be stirring things up. This is not a passive type of action that we're doing. We're supposed to be involved. We're supposed to be uh, active. And that doesn't just mean uh, in our own selves, but that means pouring into others, training others. Uh, and Luke it says, but I've prayed for thee that they strength that that they, the, thy faith fail thee not. And then that, the rest of that verse goes on to say, and when you're converted, strengthen thy brethren. So if you're full of strength, God bless you. That means that you need to be turning around and helping a, a brother or a sister uh, who uh, may be waiting or may have gotten a, a no answer, or uh, may be struggling in some other way. Um, but what I thought, one thing that I found uh, when I was uh, kind of looking about, you know, what, what was the significance of, of eagles, and, um, and, and why would it be 
cool to mount up with wings like eagles. And believe it or not, pound for pound, an eagle's wings are stronger than that of an airplane. So we're talking about, hey, mount up with something that today is a modern, we're not just a sparrow, we're not just a, uh, a hummingbird, you know, and while all those, uh, the wonder of flight is uh, a miracle in and of itself, we're talking about, hey, here is a, a creature that we're supposed to exemplify and we're, we're supposed to go into uh, this stage of waiting in a posture of strength. Waiting is not a sign of weakness. It doesn't mean uh, that you're not ready. It doesn't mean that the answer is no. It's just wait. The timing's not right. And there have been many times uh, where I think the time is right for something. And I'm sure all of us have had those situations where, uh, you know, I think about the commercials on TV where it's my money and I need it now. Uh, and um, so, you know, it, it's, it's my blessing, I need it now. It's my job, I need it now. It's blah, 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 I need it now. And uh, the, the Lord has said, wait, wait, wait. And uh, then it will be, I've, I've seen times where eight, nine, 12 months later, he's revealed why it was wait. And I'm put in a position uh, to succeed where I would have been, had my job eliminated, where I would have been set up for failure, and uh, it, it is difficult to wait. But that whole time that I'm waiting, am I just sitting there twiddling my thumbs? Am I not working? Am I not doing uh, what I should be? No, I'm being active. I'm still continuing uh, to do and pour into others to uh, improve myself, to learn, to continue to do my job. And uh, that is what we're supposed to do uh, here in the spiritual sense. In the next part, he talks about running and not growing weary. I can just stand up here and get weary. I can walk, uh, but how do running and waiting uh, really relate? Um, in 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 25, it says, Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run, that ye may obtain it. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things, now that they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but what, 
but we an incorruptible crown. In the Amplified, that second part, it says, training conducts itself temperately and restricts himself in all things. So it's training with restrictions. So running while waiting on something else. If you've... Uh, since this is an example of kind of a physical activity of running, uh, if you are uh, training, we, we just had run with fire, if you're training to run a 5K, because that's the race that's coming up, but there's also a marathon that's coming up, you may have to wait on training for the marathon because you've got to train for the 5K. Those are totally different ways to approach something. And so you have to constrain yourself from getting distracted on all the other little things that may be going on and stick to the race that you're running. Because where we get weary is when uh, we we start going down this pathway, and then there's something else that comes up, and then we're also trying to run down that pathway, and then something else comes up, and we move, and we're going in a different direction, and then something else comes up. How many of you have 14 irons in the fire? Are you weary? That's how you can get weary while you're trying to run this race. As you could say, ah, oh, I've got all of these things that I'm trying to do, and I can get distracted off of the race that I'm trying to run. And uh, as we stated before, waiting doesn't mean being idle, but it means to delay an action. So sometimes, as we're running our race, we have to make a choice or the Lord can sometimes make that choice for us, where we need to wait, we need to delay pursuing something so that we can run the course that we're supposed to be running at that time so that we don't become weary. We've got to focus on it and not get distracted or turned off course. Uh, in Hebrews 12.1, it says, Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, in 2 Timothy 4 and 7, it says, I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I've kept the faith. Galatians 6, 9, it says, And let us not be weary in well-doing. I'm pretty sure that living for the Lord is a good thing. We're not supposed to get tired doing it. But we can when we allow ourselves to get distracted and, and the world is very good at distracting us uh, with all sorts of different things. Uh, and, uh, and it can, there are good things that we can be doing. It's good to, to have a job. It's good to exercise. It's good to do yard work, all of those things. And all of those things will never run out. There, there's always plenty of yard work to do, uh, and 
it, it can become a, ah, oh, well, I need to do these things. And you can get distracted by something, and you get wore out, and it's, ah, oh, do I really need to, to do that? Well, you know, I've, um, you know, I, I, is it really worth the effort to offer a Bible study to somebody? Because that's just one more thing that I've got to do. Is it one more thing? I know it, it can be even a struggle just to hand out a blessing card at a place. Because is that something, are they going to want to have a conversation with me? And those are good things. Those are things that we're charged with doing is spreading the gospel. But when we get distracted in all the other items, in all the other areas, we can get weary. And, and then we can even misplace where that weariness is coming from. And we can blame it on one thing or another. In Jeremiah 31, 25, it says, For I have satiated the weary soul. I have replenished every sorrowful soul. The last portion of that verse uh, talks about walking and not fainting. You know, as we're waiting, how are you walking? 2 Corinthians 5, 7, it says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. Uh, in Galatians 5, 16, it says, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Are we walking in the Spirit? Ephesians 5.15 See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. Am I walking in the word? You know, when you're not walking by faith, or in the Spirit, or walking with the wise, or staying in the Word while you're waiting, your strength isn't going to get renewed. You're going to become weary. You're going to faint. Because it is, if you're just sitting idle, and you're allowing, and you're not ingesting anything, you're not doing any action to, you start to atrophy and shrivel up spiritually instead of strengthening and building up. Uh, and uh, where, where do we get even this, um, this faint knot? You know, we, we started off with, we get the strength from the Lord. That's where it comes from. But a few verses before in Isaiah, it says, Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. And again, we get back to that main verse where it says, But they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. All of that stuff that we read in that verse, several verses before it was already established that the everlasting God 
holds all those things. He is all of those things. And uh, it is essential for us to have that relationship with him. And, and, and whether that is uh, ensuring that we are using him as our source of strength and, and nothing else. And that we are uh, making sure that we are running, that we are stirring up the thing that's in us, and, and that we are walking in uh, the truth. Um, and when we look at, you know, why are we waiting? You know, what, what, what are we really waiting for? And it all comes down uh, to, uh, you know, a, a promise um, that, you know, maybe the Lord's given you, Maybe it's something that you've read, and you know you go back and you look at probably uh, the most powerful promise uh, that the Lord uh, sent, and it, in Acts one and four it says, "And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from J Jerusalem, but wait." So Jesus told the apostles to go and wait. So, I know the apostles are pretty awesome, and they even got told to wait. So, I think it's fair uh, that I get told to wait from time to time. But what were they waiting for? For the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. And so it goes on uh, a few verses later, and it says, They all continued with one accord in prayer and in supplication. They weren't just sitting around twiddling, twiddling their thumbs or saying, hey, what are we going to do today? I don't know. What do you want to do today? I don't know. What do you want to do today? I don't know. They, they were being active. They were praying uh, and they were uh, all waiting for that promise. And, and, and that's what we're doing. When we, when we ask the Lord for something and uh, he gives us that wait uh, response, it is, I know a lot of times, for me, it makes, it makes me have a bad attitude. I don't want to wait. Uh, and uh, it, it, I have to... Um, and the, the reverse to that can just be, okay, assuming that wait means no, all right, well, the answer is no, so I'm moving on to the next thing. Well, that's not what the Lord said. The Lord didn't say no, move on. He said wait. And, and that's another area where you can get into uh, getting weary because if he said wait, you say, okay, I'll wait, I, I'm, that's no, I'm going to do this, and then I start doing this, and then it, it always seems like the Lord likes to, to teach you a lesson, and then he gives the green light on the thing that he told you to wait on, and now you got a whole bunch of things going on, and you're just like, I don't know that I can do all of these things, uh, and um, luckily, uh, 
you're willing to humble yourself, uh, the Lord will usually uh, bail you out and he'll help you. He'll give you the strength uh, to get through what you're doing. Uh, but while we're waiting, uh, and we can get ready to uh, sing, um, we want to remember that we're working on renewing our strength. And uh, uh, again, this comes from God. It's not something that you get from somebody or from somewhere or from something. And it requires action on your part. Uh, you have to be seeking the kingdom uh, of God. Uh, you also need to mount up. It means get up, do something. Don't just sit there, be idle, doing nothing, uh, but stir up, uh, excel, be an example to somebody, mentor them. Uh, we know that we're supposed to be running. We gotta focus on the race and not try and get distracted on you know, other races that may be presented. Uh, or other paths that we may want to go down. Uh, and then we want to walk and not faint. So think about how you're walking and even who you're walking with. Because uh, when you are walking with the wise, the Bible says that you can gain wisdom. When you're walking with the foolish, you can gain foolishness. And uh, again, waiting is an action. So be active and don't, uh, we don't want to be idle. We want to think about uh, what are ways that we can be involved. And there's plenty of ways that we can be involved around the church here uh, with others. And uh, I'm glad to know that I am not, uh, my, my strength is not something that has to come from me. Because I'll be honest right now, I'm not that strong physically. And so it, it requires that, uh, I've got to be strong mentally, spiritually, so that I can continue on this race and so that I can lead a family on this race. And it can get weary. And it doesn't just make you weary, it can make those that are running the race with you weary. And uh, I think for me, I'm waiting, and it's not fun, but I know he knows what's going on. I know that he's my strength. I know that he's going to help push through the race and that he's going to gird us up and he's going to take us through. You can stand as we, we get ready to open up the altar, uh, but... If you are in that stage where you're waiting and uh, it's frustrating, discouraging, uh, 
It seems stupid or, hey, I just need to go off and I'm going to, I'm not going to wait on this. I'm just going to go do this other thing. If you're in that place, tonight's a great opportunity to ask the Lord, Lord, give me the strength to just wait. Scripture also says, you know, when, I, when you've done all that you can do, just stand. Just stand, and, and he'll hold you there. We'll open up this altar as they get ready to worship. Lord, we thank you. You thought I was worth saving, so you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping, so you cleaned.